Welcome to the 10-Minute Medic. I'm your host, Dr. Bill Young. Asthma is a chronic respiratory condition characterized by recurrent episodes of bronchoconstriction, inflammation, and increased mucus production within the airways. In severe cases, these episodes can lead to respiratory distress and constitute a medical emergency. This podcast will explore the pathophysiology of asthma and discuss the emergency treatment strategies and medications used to manage acute asthma exacerbations. Asthma is a common chronic respiratory disease that affects millions of individuals worldwide. It's characterized by reversible airflow obstruction and inflammation of the airways. While asthma is typically managed through maintenance medications and lifestyle modifications, acute exacerbations can lead to severe respiratory distress and even death if not promptly treated. Understanding the pathophysiology of asthma and the principles of emergency treatment is crucial for paramedics to provide effective care in these situations. Asthma pathophysiology includes a complex interplay of inflammatory processes, bronchoconstriction, and increased mucus production within the airways. The primary mechanisms include, first, airway inflammation, Asthma is an inflammatory disease of the airways. In response to various triggers, such as allergens, viruses, or irritants, the airways become inflamed. Inflammatory cells infiltrate the airway mucosa. This inflammation results in airway hyperresponsiveness and edema, leading to increased airway resistance. Also, bronchoconstriction. Contraction of the smooth muscle surrounding the airways is a hallmark feature of asthma. This bronchoconstriction causes airway narrowing, further contributing to increased resistance to airflow and symptoms like wheezing, shortness of breath, and cough. Mucus hypersecretion. Specialized cells within the airway called goblet cells produce excessive mucus in response to inflammation and bronchoconstriction. This mucus will further obstruct the airway, making it harder for patients to breathe. In chronic, uncontrolled asthma, repeated inflammation and bronchoconstriction can lead to structural changes in the airways, a process known as airway modeling. This includes hypertrophy of airway smooth muscle. Airway remodeling can result in persistent airway flow limitation that becomes chronic. Airway exacerbation may be triggered by a variety of factors, including allergens, respiratory infections, exercise, exposed to irritants, or non-compliance with asthma medications. The combination of inflammation, bronchoconstriction, and mucus hypersecretion results in the acute symptoms of asthma, which may range from mild to life-threatening. Emergency treatment aims to relieve bronchoconstriction, reduce airway inflammation, and improve oxygenation. It's essential for you as a paramedic to be well-versed in the appropriate use of medications for asthma management during an asthma attack. Short-acting beta-2 agonists, also known as SABAs, such as albuterol, are the first-line agents for relieving acute bronchoconstriction and asthma. They act by binding beta-2 adrenergic receptors in the airway smooth muscle, resulting in bronchodilation. As a result, airway resistance is reduced and airflow is improved. The recommended dose for albuterol in adults is typically two and a half to five milligrams via a nebulizer or four to eight puffs via a metered dose inhaler with a spacer. 
There is quite a bit of research out there to show that the use of a spacer for both adults and children greatly enhances the delivery of albuterol to the bronchi. For children, the dose is 0.15 milligrams per kilogram, up to a max of 5 milligrams. Repeat doses can be administered every 20 minutes for the first hour if needed. Corticosteroids such as prednisone or methylprednisone play a crucial role in reducing airway inflammation. The mechanism of action involving the inhibition of various inflammatory pathways, such as the suppression of pro-inflammatory cytokines and the prevention of leukocyte migration to the airways. Corticosteroids also stabilize cell membranes, reducing the release of inflammatory mediators. These medications are typically administered orally or IV. They're most effective when used in conjunction with bronchodilators and should be considered early in the treatment of moderate to severe asthma exacerbations. It may take several hours to several days for the full anti-inflammatory effect to become apparent. A common adult dose is prednisone 40 to 60 milligrams once daily for a few days, while children may be, receive one to two milligrams per kilogram daily, not to exceed 60 milligrams. IV methylprednisone is another option with a typical dose of 125 to 250 milligrams every six hours. In combination with SABA's anticholinergics such as ipotropium bromide can help further dilate the airways. Anticholinergic medications such as ipotropium bromide work by blocking the action of acetylcholine, a neurotransmitter at muscarinic receptors on airway sweet muscle. By doing so, they prevent bronchoconstriction and mucus production. The antagonism of muscarinic receptors leads to relaxation of the bronchial smooth muscle, thereby dilating the airways. The typical dose for adults is 0.5 milligrams via nebulizer with a saba, while for children, it's 0.25 milligrams. Repeat doses can be given every 20 minutes for the first hour if needed. IV mag sulfate is a bronchodilator that is used in the treatment of severe acute asthma exacerbations, especially when other treatments have been ineffective. Magnesium plays a crucial role in smooth muscle relaxation, and its exact mechanism of action in asthma is not completely understood. However, it's believed to antagonize calcium entry into smooth muscle cells and enhance the relaxation response of beta-2 agonist. It's typically reserved for severe cases and is not recommended for routine use. Patients with severe asthma exacerbations may experience significant hypoxemia. Oxygen therapy is administered to maintain adequate O2 set levels, typically aiming for an O2 set of 90% or higher. The specific flow rate device that you will use depends on the patient's condition. Dehydration and electrolyte imbalances may accompany severe asthma exacerbations, especially if patients are experiencing significant respiratory distress. IV fluids may be administered as needed to address these issues. During the acute treatment of asthma, continuous monitoring of vital signs, including heart rate, respiratory rate, blood pressure, and O2 sat is essential. This allows the paramedic to assess the patient's response to the treatment and make adjustments as necessary. And so as we conclude this episode, asthma is a chronic respiratory condition with a complex pathophysiology that involves airway inflammation, bronchoconstriction, 
and increased mucus production. While many asthma patients can manage their condition with maintenance medicines, acute exacerbations can lead to severe respiratory distress, making it a true medical emergency. While long-term control with inhaled corticosteroids and bronchodilators is essential, understanding the mechanism of action of the emergency medications is crucial for you as a paramedic to effectively manage an acute asthma exacerbation. Short-acting beta-2 agonists, anticholinergics, systemic corticosteroids, and IV magnesium sulfate, along with inhaled corticosteroids, each have distinct mechanisms of action and clinical applications that should be tailored to the individual patient needs. Proper dosing and administration of these medications are crucial for the effective management of acute asthma attacks. And you should be well-trained in these principles to ensure patient safety and positive outcomes. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the 10-Minute Medic. Next up, we'll look at a low-frequency but high-acuity emergency, that of the cardiac arrest in the pregnant patient. I hope you will join us for that episode. And now, before you log off, go over to our Facebook page at the 10-Minute Medic on Facebook and leave us some ideas as to what you would like to see as far as topics that you would like to hear about, and we'll do our best to cover them in the near future. If we select them, we'll give you a shout out and give you credit for suggesting that topic. Thanks again.